What's everybody? Happy to have you here on another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. You guys are probably going to hunt me down and kill me for all these shit intros, but you probably won't kill me if I tell you that this episode, we got spineless. Well, you already know that because you clicked on it, so you're here to listen to it. So I'll get right to it. They got Glassblower coming out. Actually, as you're listening to this right now, Glassblower already released on July 23rd, but that's the song that you'll hear featured in the show today. Go check it out. I got hooked on Vexed. Just go find Spineless on uh, Spineless TX in Spotify or wherever you get your music from. Check them out. Totally worth it. They are on a streak of shows. They got one. They got their debut coming out August 7th. So as you're listening to this, it hasn't happened yet, so go check them out. It's going to be at J&J's Pizza in Denton. Then they got Fort Worth and Houston and San Antonio. Dude, they are all over the place, and they're a relatively new band. So I I haven't been able to get them out of my Spotify playlist uh, just because it's, man, it's so damn good uh, to me personally. So, you know, give them a listen and uh, see what you think. And hopefully, hopefully, if things work out, they may or may not be traveling down to Austin soon. There's a little Easter egg in there <laughs> uh, to play it. Come and take it live. Who is our sponsor? <laughs> Sorry, I really love that horn. That's just man, you can't get enough DJ air horn. Actually, you could. You definitely could. Uh, anyway, come and take it live. Come and take it productions. If you need to get your band booked at Come and Take It Live, hit me up. Hit up Anthony Stevenson or Skylar Harpole or Seneca Homemeyer. They will try to facilitate your needs to come and play in Austin at Come and Take It Live. Uh, this is your captain speaking. We're getting ready to take off into the spineless episode. Buckle up. Oh, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast. Today we have Spineless. They have been on my to-get list. Finally got them. So I'm going to bring them to you. This is the Have You Heard series. Fairly new, as they've claimed. Uh, I've only been in the know since 2020 when I think, I think Vexed is what caught my ear. But but thank you guys for for sorry sorry we've been trying to figure this out for a couple of weeks but uh, just go around the room introduce yourselves what you guys do in the band and uh, what your favorite thing at Taco Bell is if you frequent there much. My name is Luke. I'm the drummer, as I am in a, many other bands. But I like playing video games okay. a lot. I play a lot of Rocket League, bro. All right, I, I don't shit nope. up. I don't know. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's a waste <laughs> of time. Taco Bell, dude. I don't know. The naked chicken chalupa has been slapping lately. Oh, son. That comes in clutch at like 1 a.m. Boy. Yeah, and that sauce on it. I don't know what that is. I really like crunch wraps for some reason. Their fucking breakfast is really good. <laughs> Their breakfast crunch wraps. Lou, they, I don't know. I'm a f- Lou's going to go down the whole know. menu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm the, I, he passed it to the right person for Taco Bell. Uh, who else? To me, who else we got? I'm, a, I'm Matt and I do vocals. Okay. And Taco Bell is is like a 
it's a very late night meal for me. So I usually just get like four tacos <laughs> and a quesadilla. It's like basic. <laughs> yeah, it's basic. It's basic, but it, it works when I'm just there sitting playing games. Oh no, I'm telling you, I'm the four. I'm the four. I wish they had a meal that had four tacos. I always have to get the one that has the three with the drink, and then just order an extra one. I just feel like yeah, a, they, I feel like a big fat ass. I'm like, let me get three of them and one more. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the fourth one's just an extra, just make sure I'm full. I was I was hammered in the line one night. Actually, I take that back. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were in the drive through. I was riding shotgun. I leaned over my partner and I was like, "Give me four tacos because it's the fourth meal, bitch." I mean, I don't know where that came from, but it just happened. But I digress. Uh, who else we got in the room with us today? Uh, I'm Kobe. I play guitar. I like to keep it really simple at Taco Bell. Just, you know, some bean burritos, extra cheese, extra red sauce, no onions. Man, there it is. Pair that with a Baja Blast. I'm fucking good to go. <laughs> Baja Blast. Baja, Baja Blast. Every time. <laughs> All right. So Spineless, we'll, we'll get into the, the, the origin stories, but there's a fourth person, correct? Uh, Alex, he, he plays uh, second guitar. Okay. Or also guitar. <laughs> he plays the other one in the also back. Guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah it thickens up the sound. Yeah. And our basis is a backtrack. Yeah. Our basis is the computer. No, I, I, I remember uh, just... Does anybody follow football? Let me get football fans. Not really. Not really. Okay, fine. Yeah, I, 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 just, I just, just... It's always a, one of those just haphazard questions because, you know, Texas and football are, you know, like air and breathing, so... Uh, yeah, but we had this joke about if there was a draft for musicians. So basically, you know, obviously the worst team gets to go first at the beginning of next year. And typically they choose like uh, a quarterback or a running back or someone that's going to produce, you know, points on the board or defensive end or whatever. We're, we were thinking, what if they did that for musicians? Like where would basis go in the draft? There are. 30 some odd teams in seven rounds. Do they, do they, are they like the kicker and go like round six and seven? Or I mean, like, <laughs> oh in this band, I mean, it's more apparent in this band. Yeah. You guys, our, you're uh, like, fuck it. We don't need draft. one. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm rhythm section, so I'm a little bit sad, you know, but the computer and me vibe, we just get it done, dude. I don't know. But yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, I'd probably say last, unless you have like, super auxiliary players doing something really like redundant or something in the background. Okay. okay. But basis. I don't want to <laughs> say like, anything well, mean. I don't want to say anything mean. We're both the resident right. section. I love basis. Spineless <laughs> doesn't Spineless is doing what works for them. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. They're happy with it. <laughs> Obviously the music is tasty. I didn't even know the basis was a computer. I fucking fooled me. Well actually yeah. in the in the music it's all recorded. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well yeah. It's just uh like a Line six plug-in that we use <laughs> for bass. <laughs> Woo, just like my Taco Bell order, I'm keeping it basic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so since this is the Have You Heard series, since this is your baby, just take it away. Take us, I mean, tell the people what they need to know about Spineless, where you guys came from, the style of music that you guys play, um, and, and just kind of, we'll just kind of float from there. Well, I started this band like almost right after... I had left my last band, which I think y'all had interviewed. God ends here. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember those. I remember that interview. Yeah, yeah. Right after that band, uh, I had asked Luke if you know he wants to go a different direction. You know, we we're both like metalcore. 
Sure. So we kind of went that way. And uh, I don't know how to play any instruments. Uh, I could pretend to play bass. <laughs> me, me and you both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, uh, I had contacted a, a friend from Houston, Brendan Cole. I think that's his last name. And um, he had uh, ghostwritten the first uh, couple, songs of, uh, couple songs of ours. And that's kind of where it started. He helped me out. He knew exactly kind of what I, where I wanted to go. Then after releasing a couple songs, I'd ask Kobe if he wanted to uh, play live. And then a week later, he sent me like two demos of stuff he'd written. And <laughs> he kind of just automatically joined the band. <laughs> <laughs> now, is, is, is everybody friends here? Is everybody like you guys know each other? Obviously, I would assume through the, the music scene, but I mean, outside of like work and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we all met because we're all also in a band called Despise. <laughs> That's motherfucker. Why? <laughs> like, as, I, as I'm looking at you, I'm like, I have, I've seen these guys before. I know I have. <laughs> so, damn. Okay. So, I mean, I remember the first band that I interviewed that was members that I was interviewing of the members that were there were like four other bands sitting in front of me <laughs> so, and it was uh filth uh from north carolina they're like invoker yeah. impale the betrayer but filth are my homies man them dudes come out straight gutter gang they were the actually the the first show i played live doing vocals what got in here was actually with filth uh, pfft, not a bad not a bad way to start your career <laughs> yeah. and that's how we met despise yeah. <laughs> oh that was my first I got, so I've played many a double set because of this, and now I'm going to keep playing double sets. That was my first double set. So his, his first show, my first double set. So I got to keep my, the best thing is I get to set my drums up, and, not and then I get to watch them set their stuff up for the next show. So it worked out for me. I love it. You're at the bar just waving like, hey man, just when y'all are done, I got some, uh, some well whiskey over here for you. Come on over. <laughs> 100%. Okay, well, so, damn, that's cool. Uh, it, it actually helps me stop trying to figure out what I'm seeing in front of me. <laughs> I, I guess we'll just have to do another interview for Despise just down the road. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be really, really cool. Okay. Yeah, the only, the only difference is that in Despise, I play bass, and then uh, the vocalist, Justin, is going to just, you know, help us around. But uh, the other two here, Luke and, um, oh, Lord, not Colby. Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> that that's what makes up despise then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll worry about them later. Let's focus on let's focus on some spineless. So, when did you guys start putting out? I know that you said you had some stuff ghost written uh, before for some demos. Uh, is that kind of how the ball just kind of got rolling, and then it just progressed into what we're seeing now? Yeah. So the new our newest single, uh, Glass Blower, that's coming out what July twenty third, Friday. Or as of this recording. <laughs> yeah, as of this recording. So when you hear this, it'll already have been out for about a week. So <laughs> Yeah, you'll be ignoring it by then. <laughs> but yeah, th that'll be the first song where we all had part in. Oh, so it's, it's, like, it, it's like the first family song. So yes, it's the first of many. And it kind of where our direction's heading now, which is pretty much the same, like new metalcore, heavy stuff. I'm actually happy that that new metal is starting to have this resurgence because I felt like, and I've said it on a couple episodes before, you know, the music, the music industry from just what I've seen being here in Texas for 10 years that has like these kind of 
ebbs and flows where one genre will dominate, then it'll kind of die out. One will kind of pick back up. And for me, just from my personal listening experience, it's now the blend because metalcore was so fucking popular and still is now the blend of new metal with the metalcore, just little segments in there that you can kind of pick up on, whether it's like a little, a little wordy rap kind of scenario, or maybe some like hip hop or, or, or just that kind of influence. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm happy that 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 style is coming back. You know, we got Dead Mouth that's that's getting ready to shatter the shatter the glass ceiling and do some fun things. But but how do how do you guys? Uh, so w- how did you go from just you as an individual and you're like, well, hey guys, let's just uh, l- let's let's just call it spineless and you know do some fun things. <laughs> Matt, I don't I don't know. It was all Matt mainly. Matt, like he said. <clears throat> When we were in God Ends here, we wanted to go a different direction and or he wanted to go a different direction, asked if I wanted to go that direction with him. And that was the direction I've been wanting to go for a while. So I was excited to help him out. And uh, not to mention, it's, I think we were already getting Kobe playing live by that point, right? Yeah. It was, we were pretty close to it. So we were already practicing together. So, I, you know, I had no problem with it at all. It was fun. I loved it. So, so where are you guys basically located? Oh, I don't need your address. Just you know, uh, I'm. <laughs> we're we're all like in the DFW area. Like oh. Luke's more in Fort Worth. Yeah. And then Kobe's like in uh, Louisville. Louisville. And then okay. I'm I'm near like Denton. Okay. Okay. So still relatively spread out, but not far enough to you know not get together and practice yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. The the jam space is closer to Luke. Yeah. And then our uh, writing place is uh, Kobe's apartment. So it's also closer to me. So it's kind of like a give and take. <laughs> we all win somewhere. Yeah, I think I think I was talking to, uh, I can't remember which band it was, but they had, I think it was a band called Marked Life out of Arizona. They've got two in Cali and two in Arizona. So it's like when they go to Cali, they do this thing. But when they come to Arizona, they do this thing. So I guess kind of the same setup. Uh, yeah, that's pretty far. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> so uh, just real quick, uh, just I don't want to really, you know, talk about COVID too much, but how how did you guys fare during during everything up there in the DFW area? Well, our the last show we played live was, you know, with with Despise. It was a big show. It was the Spite Dealer Orthodox Ugh. show. Dealer. Yes. And Varials. And uh, that was the last show we played. And then since then... Until August 7th will be our first show back. Oh, shit. So August 7th is like first show back from the last show and also a debut at the same time. Yes. Damn. Let me get one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. So, man. But and, And so talking about shows, you guys are busy. So we got... The August 7th debut show. That's going down at J&J's Pizza in Denton. And you were saying, let's talk about that real quick. You were saying that might potentially be the last show at J&J's? Yeah, because we had actually booked another show on the, I think it was like the 14th or 17th. It was like a Thursday show. And uh, we really couldn't make it because of work. So right when I canceled that, the promoter had told us that they were closing down J&J's. And then we saw on Facebook that they were closing down and... I think it will be the last show. There may be like some like local rap or local artists might show up there a little bit before, but as far as metal, I think we'll be the last ones playing there. Is it? I think it's the 10th that they closed down, I think. Oh, so, so they're just officially shutting their doors? Yeah, I think there might be a new 
new owner, but I don't think they'll be using the because the venue is the the dirty basement, the dirty old basement, okay. and it's it's right beneath of J and J's Pizza. So like you walk down the stairs, oh. it's like a basement, and I don't know if that's what the next owner is gonna let venues you know, let it be a venue. So did COVID kind of wipe out a couple venues up there like it did down here? Like we lost the Dirty Dog. We lost another handful of places. How How is the venues up there going? Because I mean, obviously shows are back. They're happening. I mean, I'm looking at your, your, your soon to be show list. I've got four on paper right now. But how, how, how is everybody doing up there as far as just as a whole, as the community? Uh, one of the bigger Places that shut down was Tomcats West. What? Tomcats is gone? Yes, they were gone. Actually, they they were gone pretty much like a month after COVID shut down. It was pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they were planning to move venues. And oh. then COVID happened. And then I think it was over. And then what, what other? Um, it was, oh, I think Profit Bar in Dallas also closed because I think Dang. they were trying to get it going again and people were trying to change it. But I think that kind of like stopped the prog progress because now everything's stripped off of it. It's just a blank building. It's the building. And they tore down, didn't they tear down something else? They tore down like, not three links. They tore something down. The door. Yeah, it was the, the door. door. Yeah. yeah. What? The door, the door is gone? What the? Yeah, I think that was gone before COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been gone before COVID. But if it went during COVID, then that's hopefully not. I, don't know. <laughs> I played my very first show at the door too in like tenth grade. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't more than that. It wasn't. It was. It was a big hit because Tomcats is is a. I've played Tomcats more than I've probably played anywhere else around here. Yeah, so that was a big metal venue. There was a lot. We play, I played Slaughter to Prevail show there. I played. You know, that's where we played the Spite show. It was a lot of cool shows there, but, you know, can't do anything about it. So where are all the shows being thrown at now? Like, I've seen some of our Austin Austinites uh, playing at, like, Gas Monkey. So Gas Monkey Bar and Grill has essentially been having, like, they used to have just a bunch of national bands. Now they're starting to have a lot of a lot more local shows, a lot more Dallas shows. Good. That is, that's a, you know, that's an option now. And uh, the Rail Club started picking up a lot of stuff. Um Three Links is picking up more stuff now Chop because Shop. of that. Chop Shop. Oh, Reno's Chop Shop. Yeah, there's a lot that's kind of trees. like picking up. Oh, I wish. <laughs> trees ha Trees is still kind of... I guess they're having more light, lo local shows as well, but Trees is still kind of a national place. I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah, we still got plenty of places. Do you guys, do you guys feel like the venues that are that did survive are attempting to facilitate shows because they know that there's local bands out there like you guys and you know everybody on the ground floor that still needs a place to come and play and like i understand like stubs down here it's you know huge amphitheater obviously the big bands come through i mean i haven't seen them host any <laughs> local venue local shows yet but but just to the tune of the the kind of mid-tier are it seems like they're opening up their doors a little bit more yeah yeah um over here, I I mean, like getting shows hasn't been a problem because uh, I've met a lot of like online friends during COVID. Sure. And a lot of them, you know, became uh, promoters. There was one in uh, one promoter in Austin that was a that was a good friend, uh, Felipe. I think he had closed down his. Oh, shit. Yeah. We lost five. Five one. Two, yeah. Like yeah. Or eight one. Oh. God, they're going to punch me in the face next time they see me. But yeah, Felipe. Yeah, I remember that. Because it was like this, uh, it's where they threw all the hardcore shows. 
Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, he was really uh, good to us. But I know he stopped doing promoting. But yeah, as far as I know, I think I don't think it's not a problem getting shows. Okay. Especially now because everybody wants to go to him. Now, <laughs> and <I> was, <laughs> yeah. So you guys got... All right. So we got the official debut slash first one back at J&J's Pizza. And apparently that's the last metal show. So if you're listening to this in the DFW area, you should go. Support. Do your thing. And I think I, think I said earlier, turn that bitch into a Denny's if they'll allow it. <laughs> so, uh, and then we got, let's see, I'm trying to go in order here. Fort Worth Chill Sounds and Breakdowns on August 28th. What's that all about? Uh, that's a, that's a free fest where there's uh there's a bunch of mixed genre, you know, artists there. Okay. Plus there's a, a lot of vendors are also showing up. Okay. I think it's like at a, in like a, I think it's like someone's land where it's there. They have like a garage as far as I know. That would make sense. Open space, a lot of vendors, a lot of yeah. pot, potentially multiple stages. Uh, maybe, maybe. Okay, <laughs> maybe. I, I think it's an all day thing. That would make sense. Yeah, I saw I saw the flyer for it, and and, and you know it's going to be a long day when the headliners and the co headliners and then direct support and then fucking names. You got to zoom in like ten x, yeah. and you're like, who is? <laughs> Who's this tumbleweed at the bottom? Like, what is this? That's All right. spineless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then you guys got another show in Houston on September 10th. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember who you guys were doing that one with. It's with uh, Profane. It's going to be their uh, debut show. Okay. They're then, more they're more new metal than we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've got more Adidas attire than we do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You rank your new metal, your new metal freshness off your attire and your gold chains. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> oh shit. And then um this is the one that maybe you guys can help me out. I saw the lineup for Death Grip Fest on November 13th. Mother of God, like everyone needs to bring a first aid kit and about 14 bottles of water. Oh uh, yeah. Because that looks like a show that you're just gonna go to to let let some let some shit loose. Yeah, there's a lot of good bands playing there uh, yeah. this year. Texas highlight. Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I would and and the names because there's like there's obviously like uh, I believe I am is on it. I think I saw uh, Snake Father. Oh, it's it's uh, I am I am Air. Oh, I am Air. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I am Air. There was Snake Father. You guys, I think, uh, was Desolate Blight on there. Yeah, uh, God Hand, Second God. Wind. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to interview because, I mean, between now and November, I could probably pull that off because it's about 14 bands, give or take. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, one of the bands that I've recently looked into is Crossways. You're right, that and shit they, down. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good from, from what I've, you know, heard. How do they spell ways? W a y s or z s, or z -E? w w a y s. All right, crossways. Thanks, thanks for spelling it right, guys. <laughs> crossways, man. So, man, you guys are going to be busy. Here, yeah, here. we we also have. It's like August is like our our packed month because we also have a show on the twenty first in uh, San Antonio again Damn. with uh, from Joy, Karama, Piss Poor, and Lore. Mm. Piss Poor, those dudes slam. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we played a show with them uh, that once. Was the and Austin show. Yeah. Yeah, it was in Austin. And uh, I remember one of the guitars had a trick where they throw it behind them. <laughs> and his strap broke. <laughs> and he picked it up and kept playing. Hell and yeah. And then uh, and a drummer vocalist, uh, Dewey, had was hitting the snare so hard he popped it. The bottom. He broke, broke his sna- broke his broke the hat. No, he broke the bottom head. So though I mean the bottom head's thin, but that boy smacks them drums. He's an angry boy. I don't know if he's even angry. He's probably the sweetest boy ever, but that boy plays the drums like he's angry. <laughs> That's the one thing I love about uh doing these interviews is obviously you hear the music and I just remember all of my friends just you know, they're talking about, oh, is your you mad at your dad? And, you know, like back when the emo phase kind of came through and, <laughs> yeah. you know, b- before I knew what, you know, metal was. And I remember I saw some post earlier today that was like, if you had to tag a band from back in the day that would put you in your feels, what would you do? And man, the list was just like my fucking iPod that's been in, 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 in hiding for a decade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same for me. Woo, yeah, man. Exactly. So so tell me more about this glass blower. Let's let's talk let's get into that. That's uh that's some new some new ish coming out soon. Yeah, we had wrote that one day. We all got together and uh, Alex had this riff that he was playing and we really got into it. And then we just kept adding to it. And then we had uh our first draft and we brought Luke over. And he uh, changed it up. He did some cool drum patterns. Oh, yeah. Added, yeah. Yeah, the, the ending For, breakdown is like one of my favorites. Obviously, though, this is, we're, we're talking through Zoom right now, but you're just listening to this. They all did like a drumming thing at the same time <laughs> and, and smiled. So it must be good. <laughs> it's also uh, one of the songs that I kind of, uh, lyrically, I kind of worked a little bit harder on. Okay. All our songs previously, despite like one of them, they're all just kind of like in the moment, you know, edgy songs. Hey, what, where, wherever, wherever the energy flows from, you know, if you're again in the Taco Bell <laughs> fucking drive through, you're like, you know what? I've got some lyrics. Give me a pen and some paper. That's exactly how it is. <laughs> I have I have a note. I have notes in my phone if just full of like one liners. Is that typically how your writing process goes? Is just you have like this one phrase or this one kind of line come in and you're like, you know, I'm gonna put that on the back burner for later. Yeah, lyrically, that's pretty much how it goes. I kind of just listen to the track a couple times and I'll find like a, a flow and then I'll just try to put words to it. And then after that, I'll kind of revise it so it makes more sense. So do, is it is it music first or is it lyrics first? Music first. Okay. Music first. Uh, lyrics is I just I like I said I have it in my notes. It's just like a bunch of like a wall of words. Okay. So since so a since Glassblower since Glassblower is the first family project, how did that come about? Um. Yeah, we just uh, got together uh, just to mess around and write, and uh, really mostly just to mess around. That's usually what we end up doing. More of just like a jam session. Uh, kind of. It's just at my house. We were just looking on YouTube, looking at stupid videos, and uh, just playing guitar. <laughs> we were on TikTok playing Minecraft. Who knows what happens? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like you said, Alex had this really cool riff, and uh, we recorded it, and uh, we just kept adding on to it and adding on to it. And uh, you know, I put some leads into it that I thought sounded really cool, and everyone else dug. And then uh, the breakdown at the end, I just completely improvised on the spot and recorded it, and. Fucking, it ended up sounding really, really cool. So 
We were really we're really hyped on that uh outro, that breakdown. It's super sick. And uh we also had uh I had made a friend on Facebook, Mike Joseph. He's okay. from uh Weeping Wound and Lo- uh, Lordist. I think that he's from Florida. Okay. I also uh I had sent it to him cuz he was offering to mix a song for free and he ended up adding a a whole lot of production that really elevated the song. Oh yeah. He he did it for free, but I ended up tipping him because I was so happy with what he did. Oh good. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I I I had to Yeah, he he really elevated the song and uh it really helped us out like production-wise. Oh yeah, he had a lot of cool production elements. It was really cool. Like it it just like expanded the song. It like blew my mind. It was awesome. I'm I'm I mean, the teaser that you guys have up right now is just not enough. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So that's, let's see. So that's coming out July 23rd. Well, actually the song will already be out. So as you're listening to yeah. this, just <laughs> press pause, go over to Spineless on Spotify or wherever you guys can uh, find them and uh, just play Glassblower. You'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> if you haven't already listened to it. I know I'm, I know I'm pumped. I've already got it pre-saved on Spotify. So. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Pre-saving is probably one of the most important things, you know, anyone could do for a, a band early on because Spotify really takes notice of that. I have. So we've talked about it on the last probably every episode because the new way to, I guess, introduce or keep your fans ever so engaged is just a single here, a single there, you know, a lyric video, a visualizer, and then an EP, you know, or then a music video. So I can I can totally understand the the pre-save option because then that puts you higher up. That does that get you guys in, in, in any kind of any kind of like algorithmic shuffle the more that's yeah, pre-saved? It, it helps make like the Spotify like the custom like radio mixes that they have. Okay. And it helps with that. Basically educate your list the whoever's listening to this, whether it's one or one thousand. Tell them why it's so important because then they can then they can take that forward with the other bands that they like. Like what it does is it kind of like prioritizes your song. So like let's say it comes out on Friday, but you forgot about it. Well, it pops up on your you know your release your library, and um, you know it helps that way. It also like like I said, Spotify will recognize it, and the chances of it you know being accepted into like playlists curated by Spotify. Oh, okay. Uh, it helps that way too. So basically, the more people that are interested, they go, okay, maybe, okay, we're going to put this somewhere where people need to see it, to be, kind of based off pre-save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get more eyes on. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm sure it, it's a lot more complicated, but th- as far as I know, that's how, <laughs> how it works. All the engineers at Spotify are like, I fucking work so hard. And you're just, it's just a one sentence explanation. Like, <laughs> fuck you, man. Jerry, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> Ugh. Well, cool. Well, goddamn, you guys, man, I think you guys are the busiest band I've talked to in the past shit month or so. As far yeah. as like just stuff coming out, shows. Yeah, it's it's a hustle. I, I wanted to make sure I had a variety of cities in Texas for the first month just to kind of, you know, spread our name out there. That's and then, very good and then marketing, kind of, my man. Very good. Yeah, marketing. and then like taper off different shows throughout the last couple months. So we're not playing every other weekend yeah don't we just want to get our name out there and then we can start 
Yeah, I kind of want to do this little this little run. Like right now, shout out, come and take it productions and come and take it live. Anthony has put on this thing called the Texas Takeover Tour. I don't know if you guys have seen that flyer floating around. Yeah, I think I've seen it. He had that idea years ago. Then I came up with an idea that rekindled his idea. Now his is a thing and we're trying to work on mine. And we're calling it the uh, Rep Your City Tour. So basically two bands from each market, the DFW, Houston, San Antonio, and, and Austin. Two bands from each. You play at one venue like once a month or something. Well, obviously, you know, getting eight bands together at four different venues in four different cities is a tough haul. So we're going to try to basically spread it out. But essentially, you know, like, so you guys, let's just say it was Gas Monkey, just because that's the first thing that came to mind. And that's where we threw it at. You guys would either co-headline or headline if you were the band that were that was chosen to represent your city. And then whenever you go to another venue or another market, you kind of shuffle in the line. So you're either opening, after opener, middle, or director, or co. So that way it kind of gives everybody a good spread. And it also allows the bands to market themselves. This is the one thing that I didn't understand until I went to college all of four months ago <laughs> was the marketing aspect. Because like you just said, that's one of the pivotal things for up and coming bands that are just trying to get their name out is play, you know, venture out, like spread your wings. Of course, everybody knows this, but to get people like us and the venues basically on your side to help you do that, because that's what we're here for, you know, to get yeah. your music out to the people. So that's kind of the concept. I want to do like a trophy <laughs> so we can make it like an annual thing. And then once we have maybe five or six of these, God willing, everybody is still a band. We have just like this final knockout drag out that's just like, all right, you repped your city best in 2022. You did it in 23. Here it is, 25. Let's just put the brass knuckles on and go to work. Let's see who really can rep their city. I think that's kind of just bragging rights, you know, the whole Texas vibe and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's real important to, you know, like play all around Texas and that's what I like that our, our first month of shows, uh, like two of the shows are pretty much almost mixed genres mm -hmm. and kind of like bringing people outside of the scene, kind of showing them your music really helps. I know uh, like Omerta has a show where it's like real mixed. They have a lot of like rap influences in that, that show okay. is coming up. And then I think Bloodhound has also played a lot of shows with like Emotional Zen, I think. You know, like make genres really help with audience building. Just a big blend of of fun, basically. Yeah. Well, damn, I've I am fully in the know of of what Spineless is all about. Actually, wh where did Spineless come from? Let me let's ask that. Let me get that out of the way. To be honest, originally I just wanted to call it Spine, but okay. when I searched up on uh, Facebook, there's already a, a hardcore band called that, so I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to take that. And then like in one of there was a song I was listening to and he said spineless. And I was like, you know what? I'll I'll go check that one. And that one was free. Nice. So I snapped it up as soon as I could. <laughs> Got a logo made and put it on Instagram. You're like, it was available, so we took it. There's that's yeah. about it. There's no real story to it. Just that's it. Yeah. Almost every almost every noun and verb is a is a a band now. So yeah. <laughs> Then you got to get creative and take out the vowels or switch them around with the fucking numbers. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Letters, take it's out all good. Uh, so what do you guys, I mean, uh, we're, we're pretty much pretty much at the end of the show. We can just kind of float this where we want to. I'm curious, with you guys doing so much touring, like, you don't actually have to say where you work, but, but what do you guys do for, for money? Uh, we all work day jobs and Monday through Friday for the most part. 
Okay. Which really helps with like uh, getting together, you know, in the afternoons or on weekends. Right. Uh, I, I'm i a land surveyor. Hey. We're so, the city. Get them city benefits, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's really, it's a really good job and it helps my addiction to buying gear. <laughs> <laughs> gear I don't know how to use. I just have a shitload of gear. Oh, trust me, I've got a, a let's see. I've got a look, you guys can't see this. I mean you guys. I got a bag full of shit that I'm not even <laughs> I've got cameras laying around here that I bought three years ago that I thought were the bee's knees and turns out I need like some kind of special adapter that's only made in fucking I don't know, Belarus or something. <laughs> so uh, this is like, well, eBay, you got me. I'm done. So I, <laughs> I definitely feel the gear, the gear thing. Uh, what about you, Luke? I work at UPS, actually. Oh, um, shout yeah, out! I, yeah, ironically, I work in HR, so I'm an HR <laughs> supervisor. I'm sorry, so, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I don't yeah, mean to laugh. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I'm tattooed and everything. I'm tattooed and everything, but yeah, I don't think I represent anything negatively, so I'm no. okay with saying that I'm, you know, work at UPS, but. I do that, and I also teach drum lessons um, after that. So I work. It's essentially oh, cool. a part-time supervising job. I do everything a normal HR representative would, uh, but I just do it for like 30 hours a week instead of 40. And then after that, Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, I have uh, drum lessons uh, through a music school. And then I have my five bands that I'm in. So uh, I have a lot. Uh, wait five, yeah. In Spanish, yeah, is so that Cinco? Yeah, so yeah, so it's Despise, Spineless, Ludus, Azimuth Zenith, and kind of a more alternative band called uh, Trouble Plus One, which is like just something I threw in there to like get into something not metal because all of my bands are metal. Yeah, it's not even hard rock anymore. We sw they switched it up from there. Now it's literally alternative. But yeah, my honestly, my the band that is more of what I'm trying to play specifically, because I love playing this, but my other band is a prog band. That's like my main, that's like my main shtick is prog. Um, his fellow, his fellow bandmates are just looking into they're like, his oh soul. They're like, oh my God, this fucking just guy. Like, no. Fuck you mean no, no, no. Spineless ain't number one, bro. Need, We're on the Spineless I need, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I need to play with these guys. So then I, I get to let a lot more emotion out during this. I don't have to think. I don't have to like, Ah, like, you know, oh man, I what missed that 16th note back there. fucking time signature get, am I in right yeah. now? Holy shit. Oh, dang it. I counted that five wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. I can just fucking hit the drums. That's what I... So that's, you know, going from Despise. I could have just stopped at one band, but I'm obviously in all these heavy bands because it's fucking fun. Yeah. And there's some fucking fun shows. I always tell people I have the best seat to watch people beat the shit out of each other. Fuck yeah, so. you do. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> I'm the safest. No, anybody touches my drums, I'm going to stop playing and beat the shit out of them. So, yeah. you know, I'm in the safest place. I mean, it's it's one thing to backtrack your, ba your bass, but you can't really backtrack drums all that well, you know? And plus... No. <laughs> and plus... <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just hit play next. <laughs> CSGO play. <laughs> Come up in Austin, hit play. <laughs> No, um, yeah, I love playing with uh, heavy bands. I was just pointing out that I'm a proggy boy, technically at heart. I love all that proggy nerdy shit. That's why I'm a drum teacher. But at the end of the day, I gotta hit some shit, you know. Oh no, I definitely. I, I, if I were to ever venture into the music world, I would either be a vocalist or a drummer, just because. You I know if you want to learn some drums. 
I understand. I mean, hey, you, you teach lessons. I would probably be your worst student after, I don't know, 14 months. You've probably like, no, I've seen worse, Ryan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got you. When we come play Austin, I'll come, uh, I'll come, we'll, we'll play some drums. Then. Hell, dude, that's what, and we get another one of these. <laughs> you heard it here first. Luke's teaching Ryan how to play drums. It's going to be terrible. Tune in live. <laughs> Easy. We're going to rip it. All right. I'm going to pass it to Kobe. Yeah, go ahead, Kobe. Um, I guess back on the topic of what we all do. Uh, yeah, just making sure. Just making right, sure. I, um, I work uh, public works for the town of Flower Mound. So I do okay. a bunch of like the, I do like what Matt does, land surveying and stuff. And then I also do uh, inspections for all like the drainage systems that run throughout the town. So, man, you'd never know. Ladies and gentlemen, you would never know that these guys have legit ass jobs right like everyone has this everyone has this preconceived notion that it's like a bunch of waiters and cooks that like fucking you know cook out not cook out in and out and like you know but like no these are we got land surveyors we got h&r reps i mean it's that's one of the cool things that i like to find out because the one the one thing that we that i really try to push here is like y'all are just y'all are just people you're just like us you know i mean everybody kind of like flags me down at the shows and i'm like stop like don't take pictures with me i'm just i'm just a dude that has nothing better to do than to talk to people about their music and you know vice versa it's like the musicians have nothing better to do than to show you their music like so that's uh i i just i think it's really rad to kind of get to know you know who you are off the stage you know that's that's why you know like the taco bell shit like i know it's kind of cheeky but it's like you know what <laughs> motherfuckers go to taco bell like come on <laughs> oh, yeah yeah that's all you can eat when you're when you're just working outside hey, you can't I'm really... t- hey i in, i uh i interviewed uh fuck i forget who it was but we got on to the remember actually how, what's what's the what's the age gap here i'll be 37 uh eight next month how old are you guys i'm 22 okay i'm 23 yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm an old I'm 25. Dude, he's, I'm old. I'm 20. <laughs> nah, nah, hey, oldie. No, I'm just kidding. So are you guys old enough to remember feed Taco Bell feed the beat? No, I just remember having a chihuahua, like a little chihuahua, and you'd squeeze it and it'd go, quiero Taco Bell. And yeah. That's, it. that's the only thing I've ever remembered. That's but that's pretty old school. That's like a th- I was like three when I had that thing. Yeah, so. the chihuahua, the chihuahua dates dates you. Feed the beat dates me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it was it was some program that I think Taco Bell really just attempt. They it was just I don't know. I'm not even gonna get into it. I was just kind of curious if you guys remembered it <laughs> since we got so many Taco Bell jokes going on. Uh, not the Taco Bell is sponsoring this. If you want to, holla at your boy. I love them crunchy tacos and the uh, <laughs> cheesy gordita is my jam. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to do one more thing. And it's a personal, give me, since since you guys haven't played a show in forever and a day and your newest one is coming up, what is, uh, man, I'll start with you. Give me a mem- one of your best mosh pit memories. Mosh either, pit memories? E- either, either you being on stage and witnessing one or you were actually involved in one or you were just at the merch table and you were like, Oh, that looks fucking gnarly. Okay, so kind of like in general, like uh, there's two Oklahoma bands that I love to see when they come to Texas, uh, Sledge and Omen. Ooh, Sledge. They always have amazing mosh pits. Mm. And then uh, there was a, and Knock Loose had played in uh, Gas Monkey. <sighs> that one was really, really good. You want to talk about hitting shit? Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was stage diving, people grabbing the mics and, 
I could just I think I think someone had jumped into the the water. I think. <laughs> Why not? I'm not sure if it was that show, but <laughs> it's happened. All right, so we got somebody splashing down in the water during an Oklahoma um, uh, 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 hardcore show. Yeah, that's yours. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine. I'm gonna have to throw it way back to when I was in ninth grade at Warp Tour. Probably like, like it's it's definitely one of the ones that I always remember that I always think about first is uh, I was uh, watching CrossFaith. Huh! And, uh, hold on, hold a- on, hold on. <laughs> you, my man, I am going to find some some podcast swag and send it to you because Crossfade is my infinite and always along with Breaking Benjamin. But I get shit on for listening to Crossfade. And now, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's just it's that fuck. I love that stuff. So well, just from them. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're going to be homies. The fact that you even mentioned Crossfade fucking wins today's crossfade battle oh yeah dude they're fucking awesome i love them and uh thank you but yeah they had like a wall of death and i just remember it was the most (laughs) intense thing ever like a biggest like bass drop that i could ever remember hearing like hit at the moment that they're like okay hit each other now and we fucking did (sighs) fucking crossfade and wall of death i never thought i'd hear i'd never thought i'd hear my fucking microphone's falling i never thought i'd hear that in the same sentence oh golly (laughs) Speaking of Warp Tour, the last Warp Tour, I guess this one's probably actually my favorite, was uh, Kublai Khan had played the last Warp Tour. Okay. And they're a Texas band and they're loved over here and everyone joined in. Dude, if I could get Kublai Khan on the show, poof, poof, son. <laughs> Talk about a happy day. But I'm more concerned about, I mean, they they obviously don't need my help. Shit. I mean, <laughs> one of uh, one of our podcast team members bought one of their merch packages, and he got a fucking sledgehammer. You guys see that package? Oh, fuck, dude, he got that's a hammer. Dope. Like that's dope. I told him, I said, dude, you're gonna pay like thirty five in shipping because it's so heavy. He's like, worth it. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> just don't, just don't take it to the fucking show, hammer. Jared. Please, just leave that bitch at home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke, what about you? Crazy, crazy pit story. I guess mine was Veil of Maya, and mine was a wall of death as well. And the reason that is is because I'm pretty timid when it comes to, like, watching shows. Like, I'm the guy that likes to sit in the back, like, hang out, watch. I'm tall enough to just see over everybody, so I can just buy in the back. Yeah, 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 sorry. Anyways, um, (laughs) so, (laughs) so, yeah, they were about to play Mikasa, and he told everybody to split up before they played it. They didn't say what they were about to play. So when they started it, Everybody, you know, everybody loves Mikasa. So everybody, he split everybody. It was at trees too. So there's poles going down the middle of where you're <laughs> sprinting at each other. And it was, everybody was just like, fuck it. And so, yeah. So everybody's dodging the pole and having to keep running at each other. But um, that was the first time I had to ever run at somebody, like straight at somebody with full intent to fuck them up. And then everybody moved out of my way. So then it just, it was like the entire crowd moshing at the same time. So that was just like the most people I guess I've ever seen. I saw the whole entire crowd split all the way down the middle and run at each other. So that was the biggest, uh, it was sick. That was a good show. My uh, first wall of death, uh, uh, surprisingly, uh, actually August Burns Red was the second band to play. And they were open and it was Born of Osiris, uh, ABR, bullet for my Valentine, 
and all, and I believe all that remains. I uh, I could be wrong Holy on that last shit. one, but That's it was at throwback. the Orange Peel in in Asheville, North Carolina. I remember because uh, I used to work overseas, so I would fly home and kind of like the first day that I would land, I would just want to do something just insane, not insane, but just something just like not get off the plane and go take a shower and be done with it. Like, nope, we're just gonna keep trucking and then just call it a night whenever this thing is done. And so I booked it three hours uh, west to the orange peel, took a friend of mine. She, and she was one of those girls that were like into metal. And I'm using really massive air quotes right now. <laughs> and even back then, I wasn't ready, but I was on the AB, I was on the August Burns Red Train and the Born of Osiris. Like we're talking 08, 08, 09, uh, I believe it was 08. So the er, like early stuff before, you know, I mean, fuck, Born of Osiris is going to be here, I think next next month, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe this month, Fine. but. Uh, yeah, uh, bullet for my Valentine was like, I want to see you split this in half. And me not knowing what a wall of death was, was like, well, sure. I'll be over here. And then we split it in half. And this guy looks at me and I do remember there was this one chick, uh, I called them wallflowers. So as the circle pit is circling around the people that are on the immediate inner edge or the inner wall, sometimes you might get a fuckhead that just like trips people or checks people and just, you know, they're not there to have a good yeah. time. They're there to like just haha push whatever so i recognized one of those happened to be a girl but i feel like in the pit there's equal opportunity uh for you know some fun <laughs> and i looked at this guy to my right and he was he just dead ass looked at me he was like you're going high i'm going low and he just <laughs> pointed right at her and i was like oh man i hope i don't catch any fucking charges for this one and then they were like, one, two, three. And we all just come together. And sure enough, it was like the perfect plan. And she just, I think she left after that. I'm not sure what happened to her. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. But that's our goal. If that girl ever finds me, I'm sorry. It was just, I'm in the heat of the moment. We were going for it. Don't. <laughs> it, was a, it was a decision we had to make. It had to happen. A decision was made. Yeah, I went high. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Just don't push people. On the inner edge of the pit, just get in there and have some fun, man. Yeah, yeah. Walls of death are sick. That I, I don't even think I've been in another wall of death since then. But I also, I don't even think I've moshed since then. I'm just, I just hang out. I'm not that. Hey, man. Talk well, a you, lot, but I'm not crazy. You have, you have the tools to create mayhem. Oh yeah, right. True. I could just bring you have, out, like, you have one them, stick in like, a china. It's all you need. <laughs> Yeah, just, just one. Yeah, just one nice. Yeah, yeah. Or a ride Matt, bell. Yeah, I need one ride bell. Yep, that's it. That's it. Everybody's done. Yeah, I'll just start it Matt. all. That's it. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you just you, Matt, you're the setup. Okay, Luke, you are you are the go. All right. So Easy. if if where where is this where is this uh let's see when are you when are you guys coming down to Austin? Uh, Houston, DFW, Fort Worth, Denton. We actually don't have any contacts in Austin. You got me, bitch. Come oh. on. <laughs> actually, Bring us down. actually, I think y'all do those live streams, right? During shows. Yes, we do. Yeah, you I, would, that's something I've always it, wanted to do. Well, if sure. anybody's wondering, for the low, low price of $100 plus whatever my babysitter's, char baby, oh, babysitter's charging that night, depending if it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, or Sunday, because I have to forego my wife's work schedule 
God knows she's been supporting me long enough. Yeah, if if anybody listened to this and, and if you guys have any friends that are playing down here that want their set live stream, just have them hit, <clears throat> excuse me, have them hit me up and and we can discuss all the details and stuff because we can do single camera, multi-cam, two, three. We take music right off the board. And then my boy, uh, Taylor Anderson from Titan Audio, uh, he cleans it all up. So everything that you hear on our YouTube channel is mixed in-house live and then just partially tweaked. So it's as, as close to the live set as possible. Um, so nice. if anybody's interested in that, just hit me up. <laughs> I'm trying to get For paid. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but not hell. Okay, so you guys are open. How's December? December look good for you guys? For yeah, yeah. December third, December third. That's a Friday. How's that look for you guys? Or how long is that a trip? Was that three and a half hours for you guys? Uh, Austin, yeah, it's like three and a half. It's not not the worst drive. I've gone there and back. I've gone there and back for sure. Yeah, we we played uh, Death Grips Fest last year with Despise. We drove there and then yeah. drove back at that night, oh, yeah. and we got here in the in the morning. I was half asleep driving. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, once we get done recording, I'll chat with you guys about December third. Um, all right. So, is there any uh, is there any other? Where can everybody find you guys? All the ads, the social platforms, where they can get uh, merch, discs, you name it. Our Instagram is where we get the most draw. <clears throat> so, uh, spineless tx. And then the same thing for uh for Facebook. It's uh Spineless TX. Okay. I know when I try to tag some bands, it's woof, it's a nightmare sometimes. Is it like, you know, band official or you know, name and then band or name and then official or name dot whatever? Yeah, and there's like three other bands. <laughs> All right, so there it is. So we got let's uh let's give this the rundown real quick in case anybody joined late. So we got August 7th in Denton at J and J's Pizza. That is a potentially their last metal show. Yeah, is that right? Yes. And then we've got... And that's their debut show. That is the show that they're going to play since their last show. So, turn out. <laughs> Buy your tickets. Support your, support your local artists, for real. Uh, then we got Fort Worth, Chill Sounds and Breakdowns, August 28th. Uh, the Houston show with... Uh, who was that again? I'm sorry. I, my handwriting's trash. Uh, profaned. Profane. That's September 10th. Then you got Death Grip Fest on November 13th, which phew, I am I am desperately going to try to make it to that thing because I've got a I got a few things to work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need to. And then uh, on the uh, was it August 21st? Oh, the 21st. Yeah, and uh, I think it's the twin sister Cantina. I think that's what it is in San Antonio. Okay. Okay. Sounds like you can get a metal show and some tacos same time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll be honest. If anybody comes to Austin and goes to come and take it live, if you exit the building, do a hard right, and then just follow the building all the way up to the stairs, through the walkway, you'll find a place called Taco More. Hmm. Get them chicken fajita tacos. They come with cilantro and onion. Is Oh, Lord. It is the perfect, <laughs> perfect meal to go back into the bar and hang out with your homies. All right? That's all I'm saying. Uh, any final shout outs to any producers or anybody mixed mastered, uh, any artwork guys? Uh our a real good friend da David Aioli. I'm 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 sorry if I butchered that. He's he's from uh, Italy. He he oh, mixes and masters and produces uh our music. He does an amazing job. Oh yeah. I, I I can I can vouch for amazing, yes. It does definitely comes through the speakers correctly. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and then uh some promoters uh you know, over here in DFW, uh Nick Womack, I think. Yeah. 
And then Daniel Alvarez, uh, Jesse Guerrero it's helped us yep, out Jesse, a lot. Yep. And then Good Junkie Records for helping us out with uh, promotion and, you know, letting us upload yes. to his YouTube. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Good Junkies. Oh, Kyle. Kyle's a man. All right. So before we get out of here, I wanted to mention one thing <laughs> I saw in the comments. I forget which. Uh, which. So the comment was. This is what Ghost Main wanted to be. <laughs> I don't know what that guy was on, but that kind, that was a compliment. <laughs> uh, whatever show, whatever video you guys featured on Beheading the Trader, I was just kind of going through uh, just all of your stuff and just trying to get more familiar with it. Yeah, our uh, our first uh, music video, uh, Force of Hand. That that's it. Yep, for, I knew it had something with the word hand in it. Yeah, I was looking at the comments. It's like this is what Gucci Main wanted to be. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, and people were saying I look like uh, Filthy Frank and Joji. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody says, is this Joji? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know how to take that, but I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> but it's all good, man. People are paying attention, and that's the point. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate appreciate all this, and uh, I look forward to hopefully. I'm I'm definitely going to try and and go to to Death Grip Fest. I think I think that's definitely doable for me. Uh, getting to Houston and Fort Worth, it's kind of a it's got to be something cool. Uh, but with a lineup like Death Grip Fest has, that's uh, that's almost a no brainer. So uh, anyway, thank you guys very much. Uh, I, I wish you guys nothing but the best. And like I said, as you're listening to this. Obviously, Glassblower has already been released for about a week, maybe ten days or so. But tell you what, I'll, I'll, we'll put out we'll put out some some posts to, to kind of help boost that pre-save option for you. Awesome, thank you. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we'll take it easy. All right, thanks. All right, bye. I just you. Go.